What's up, guys? It's Captain Cook. Welcome back to Spicy Memories, the podcast where we talk about food and stuff. Uh, this is episode, I'm going to get this wrong, but I want to say 14, I think. Um, and I am joined by Miss Joni. Uh, Joni has a couple different Instagrams. She runs a blog called Sweat, Lift, Eat. Uh, that as and uh, she's, she's, she's always posting amazing stuff having to do with fitness and food and you know, being a mom and just like life in general and motivation. So Joni, thank you for joining. Um, thank you for having me. Oh, this is, this is going to be fun. This is going to, <laughs> this is going to be a hoot. This yes. is going to be great. Um, so before I start asking, you know, stupid bullshit interview type questions, why don't you just give a little tiny intro into, you know, maybe your blog and like what you do and, you know, your Instagrams and stuff and just what your, uh, you know, your general outlook on existentialism would be great no <laughs> but yeah so guys tell, the, tell anyone listening who uh, who you are so. okay so hi i'm joni i run my blog sweat lift eat um i post mainly on my main instagram which is j underscore m so j-a-y-e underscore e-m-m-m um i'm on my weight loss journey so i post about that and i post about that because i want people to see that like everyday people can go ahead and do it. They can get stronger. They can lose their weight. They can eat and they can do it in their own time. There's so many people that, you know, they go to Instagram and they see the people like, Hey, I lost a hundred pounds in four months. Like, and everybody thinks it, it has to be like that. It doesn't have to be like that. It can be slow. It could be, you know, faster. It could be slower, whatever you want to do. But I just want to, I want people to know that they can just keep going every day. And not every day is pretty. Not every day you're going to be like, hey, I want to go work out. I want to work out for 90 minutes. You don't want to do that. Sometimes you barely want to do 30 minutes. Or sometimes you just want to do 10 minutes. And that's fine. It's yeah. okay. Which, you know? And that, that last part is actually what I've recognized the most, which I like, which is like, you're very clear in the fact that like, this is, this happens. Like, it's okay. Like, you know, sometimes you're just not going to be in the mood to do anything you know, and, right. and if you don't, and you're not always going to be able to, like, sometimes you got to push through, like you've said multiple times and, you know, whatever, but I think it's, I think it's cool because that's usually left out on a lot of those kinds of Instagrams and blogs that I've seen, you know, the, not, I don't want to say the bad days, but the, the, the lower times where you're just like, this is more of a struggle today than it usually is. And yeah, that is kind of left out on a lot of those. And I, I, I don't know. I've always appreciated that with, uh, with your page that, uh, oh, thank you. That I've seen. Um, yeah. I mean, so what started you? I mean, your, your main Instagram, the JM, which I'll also tag guys in the description. That's really wherever like you started before you started like the food Instagram and the blog, right? Yes. 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 So what started so, you being like, I want to not just have an Instagram and post what I like, but I want to document, you know, this, 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 you know, X, Y, Z, like what actually like, was there like a blog you saw that kind of like sparked it where you're just like, I feel like I could, I could, you know, I could do that, but you know, better. Yeah, Yeah, I think I don't know that there was like a one deciding moment that was like, yes, this is what I'm going to do. It kind of I feel like my Instagram, my Instagram just kind of kind of evolved into documenting my journey. You know, everyone like I've had my Instagram for a very long time, probably since like, I don't know, 2012 or something. So at that time, people were like, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, they have their put their personal pictures. Right. You know, they're going out drinking, they're going out eating, whatever, whatever. The photo is like the stupid little square. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was on Instagram. But, then, um, I, I, I guess I just, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I kind of just 
it just evolved into, you know what? Hey, yeah, I'm working out or, Hey, this is what I'm eating. Or, you know, just even sharing like sayings that, that like struck with me. And I feel like, you know, if it struck, if it strikes me then I want to share with other people, maybe it'll, maybe it'll help them get through the day or maybe, you know, it just makes light of situations and, you know, life is, life can be shitty sometimes, or it could be, you know, it could be nice and happy or whatever and everything is great. And then you, sometimes you have the days where like every possible thing that can go wrong will go wrong and will go wrong twice. And then you have to clean that up, you know? Yeah. It's, and, and those days, sometimes, I don't know if it helps you. Sometimes it does help to like share that you're having one of the, one of the really bad days. Other times you don't, obviously. I mean, there are times all of us just like, like I have days where I just go dark on like Instagram rarely where I don't like post like anything because it's just like, I'm afraid if I do, I'm just going to be like, I'm going to share something that I really am going to regret. So I was like, let me, let me, let let me not, you know, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, does it, does it help you if you're able to like at least share like that you're having kind of like a rough day? You know what I mean? It definitely does. And you know, sometimes I'll go into my stories and I'll just do like a rant or not even a rant, but I'll just talk because it sounds that when it comes out and you're verbalizing it and you're speaking, it's like you're speaking to, you know, like you have your family that you grow what, when you've been on Instagram for a while. And you kind of like some people, people will come back and, you know, they send you messages and, you know, like, thank you so much for posting this because, you know, like we're going through a time or even a lot of times, I mean, recently, like I've been, um, there are definitely days where I absolutely do not do not want to work out like I really don't want to do it and I'll just come on and be like I absolutely don't want to do it and it's like eight o'clock and I have to do my workout but I'm going to do it now because I have it in my head that that's why that's what I committed to do so I'm going to do it I'm going to push through it I'm not all happy and like sunshine and donuts or whatever and saying like yes this is great I love working out no some days I'm like I really don't want to do this and I'm yelling at the people on the tv like why are you doing this why to me right now? Like, I don't want, yeah. yeah. Like, why are you doing this? <laughs> I, I think that's, I mean, I, I think it's a very important aspect that you bring to it, which is good because it's not always going to be like you said, sunshine and donuts. It's not always going to be just like, yes, it's beautiful. Just those endorphins will release. You'll be good. Like, no, it's not always going to be like that. And, right. you know, I think I used to struggle with that. Cause I used to, especially I had shoulder surgery like five years ago. So even be- before then, I was pretty consistent uh, for a while as far as like working out. And I was bad with that where if it's like, if I even had like the slightest like inclination to like not work out, I would just find a reason not to like, there were nights that I was like really motivated. And like at the time, my wife and I were like going to a gym in Scarsdale. So we were like, you know, it it did kind of help to drag yourself somewhere and go. But the problem also was like, I just, I, I'm not, I've never been a fan of like the gym vibe i mean even at like some of the planet fitnesses which are supposed to be you know judgment-free zones which is right. you know, whatever um i don't know i always kind of struggle with that and then you know i just i, I don't know i mean because i used to be like really athletic and all that stuff and then i just you know i just i don't know I, I i i very easily lose motivation but i do the same thing with food if i cook like one bad meal like mm-hmm. or if i mess up i'll like be sitting there and then eating with my wife and i'll look at her and i'm like i don't know why i even do this like what is the point like i should just stop i should delete everything like, you know what i mean like i go into wow. this like you know and i i think it's it's a constant struggle with people you know and it's mm-hmm. a matter of like how you can handle it you know and yeah i think like you said 
or as you were like kind of saying, you have to kind of remind yourself by doing that, that you're, you're human and that, you know, shit yeah. happens, you know, it's just like, right. you know, you're going to have bad days. It goes, you go through it. And I have an, I have a problem with that. I have a problem where I'm like, if I like mess up just like a little bit, I'm just like, that's it. I'm like done. Or like, so you're like an all or nothing type of person. Like, and then that's with, the thing. Then they have the adages out there, right? They're like, oh, so if you're driving and you have a flat, are you going to go and flatten the other three tires because yeah. the one tire is flat? No, right? And so then we're like, all, you know. And I know all of that too. And it's like, for me, it happens. It's worse when it happens with something super simple. Like I can cook, as you've seen, not complicated, but pretty, pretty intricate dishes. And like, you know, I make some nice stuff where it takes multiple steps. Like I did like, you know, ratatouille stuffed shells, you know, that then get baked and stuff. So it's yeah, like, that looks amazing. Thank you. Um, that, and so, but it's like a multiple process. You got to cook the veggies on the stove and then take them out and then shove it and then bake it, you know, stuff like that. I'm actually okay with It's like in the mornings when I'm like frying an egg mm-hmm. and I, and I just, I completely mess it up. And then I'm just like, and that's, that's when I'm just like, I can't even fry an egg. Why am I even doing it? Like, you know, it's like, it's, it's like the simple things when I mess something up like that. And I forget that I'm not, you know, I'm not a pro chef, you know, I'm not, I've never worked on the line in a kitchen. I've worked in the back of a kitchen doing like some cleanup and like delivery and stuff. And I've been in that environment. Um, but I've never like worked on a line. I've never like had that pressure. And the reason right. that I give line cooks, especially so much respect, aside from the fact that I listen obsessively to Anthony Bourdain, who was the biggest advocate for like the low minimum wage earning line cooks, being yeah. like the backbone of any kitchen whatsoever the more i listen to that the more i realize like absolutely just, just from the trade you get drilled with consistency because it's your job if you work on a line you could be chopping onions for like eight hours a day you could just be on the, the onion person on the line and that's your job you're just dicing onions all day like on your feet and so you're right. gonna dice onions perfectly for the rest of your life just because that's like you know and I don't, I don't of course, do that. Yeah, I don't Cause that's do that. all you're doing all day. Yeah, exactly. I just hold my iPhone up while I'm cooking. I'm like, woo. And I, you know, say a bunch of weird shit and then I eat and I'm like, Oh, I can do this. You know? So like, it's, there's a very big difference. That's why people, people have called me like a chef before and I'm not a chef. I haven't earned that title. That's like, yes, you are. You are a chef. Stop I'm, that. I'm a home chef. I'm not a chef chef. I'm not like, you know, chef. you're a chef. Yikes. Okay. You're going to get me in trouble. You're a chef. I can't. I'm no. Your pizzas look amazing. <laughs> uh, amazing. I w- all right. I will say this. Pizza is something I take a lot of pride in only because I've gotten very good at it. But that's, and it again, shows. But that's only from repetition. And that's because I've, I stopped trying to – a lot of people try to get, like, pizza stones and they try to get, like – you know, all these things to make it like the New York's like, you know what you, you live in most people in an apartment, you're not going to make it like a pizzeria. So what you need to do is realize that the best kind of home pizza, and I stick to this all the time is a sheet pan pizza. Sheet pan pizza is easy. You can do it with olive oil underneath. You can broil it after you get the most surface area. Okay. Yeah. And especially mm-hmm. if you're not going to get the crust, super, super, super paper thin, like Johnny's right. and Mount Vernon, like we're not going to do that, you know? Like, right. God. Right. So I think part of it is understanding where you are and understanding to like adapt with that. But while I have the food uh, in the atmosphere here, so like yeah. as far as like working out, right? I don't know if you work out at night or in the morning. I'm not sure what your schedule usually is or if it changes. Um, I kind of stick it out at a point now. I just kind of stick it in wherever it fits. Okay. So before you work out, do mm-hmm. you like, do you prep heavy, like, hours ahead of time with like carbs or like, do you go light, like with a smoothie and eat after, like what's your prep process, if any, 
or do you just kind of like work out wherever you are in the day? Like, you know. So it depends on when I'm actually working out, right? So because I've been working out at home a lot, I'm not necessarily doing like a, a fasted, you know, workout. Um, prior to COVID and the whole gym situation, which we can talk about that in a different um, minute, I like out on the weekends, I would go straight. Like I would, I would go before eating anything and I would just do fasted everything. Um, I don't really see that much of a difference for me doing fasted versus non-fasted when I start, when I do my workouts. And again, and that's also because I'm not only working out in the morning, I work out in the morning, I work out midday. I'm not currently working right now. So I have this flexibility, work out at night, wherever it fits. I have to get the kids, whatever, whatever. Today they were remote from home. So I worked right. out after they were finished. So I worked out from like, you know, in the afternoon. So it's, it's I don't necessarily. Flexibility though. I mean, that's like, I yeah. mean, in a way that's better because I feel like if you have just a set time every single time, like some people do well with a routine, but other people don't like other right. people are not because then if something abru- like just can uh, like abrupt that process, that's like abruptly stop it all of a sudden it's like it throws off everything so having that flexibility is probably like amazing but true um, and I wasn't always like that either because you know before I was I was the gym rat I was one that was at the gym like multiple times a week I would do go to the soul cycles like like once a week I would just I had my schedule I like straight from work I'll go to the gym do what I need to do then come home and then the gym's closed. And I, to be honest with you, right after the gym's closed, so they, they closed in March, right? March, I want to yeah. say I probably went through a time where I was like, I don't even want to, I didn't want to do anything. And I literally did not work out for three weeks. Yeah. Nothing. When things like, first I was, closed down, that's how we, we mm-hmm. used to take walks all the time. When everything first closed down, we did like mm-hmm. nothing at first, like nothing. Yeah. Like it was just yeah. like laying around and we felt it was like horrible. We were just like, you're tired and you're sluggish and you don't want to do anything and yeah. you can't sleep, but you're also tired at the same time. It's like, it's the worst. And then as time went on, we kind of made it a dedication to, you know, where we lived in the Larchmont area there, we would walk like a mile down to the water and then loop yeah. around up to like Larchmont Avenue, up to Boston Post mm-hmm. Road, do a couple miles. Mm-hmm. And we did that, especially in the summer, every single night, you know, even after a day that I would go into the office and work. And right. So it got easier, but in the beginning it was hard, you know, especially for people like you that were like setting that routine and stuff. We all just basically got completely thrown off. You know? Right. Yeah. Like it was crazy. I just, I really went through Like I went through it mentally. I'm like, I don't need, like, what are we doing? And then we were all, everybody was home. Everyone was home. Like, no, the cars didn't leave from the street. Like, <laughs> what were we doing? I know. And then yes. I just decided to just start, um, Actually, my friend told me about the Peloton app and she was like, oh, they have a free, they have a free um, trial now. And at that time, because everything was locked down, it was a 90 day trial. I was like, 90 days. I'm like, all right, it's free. So I started doing that. And then when the 90 days was up, I was like, okay, so I'm going to pay for the app every month because I mean, why not? Yeah, exactly. And it's amazing. Like, you know, it's amazing. Because yeah, you don't even need you don't even, I mean, you don't need like a Peloton, right? Like, no. So, well, I mean, that's what my goal is this year for my birthday. I'm going to get a bike. My husband's looking at me like I have five heads. He's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm getting a bike. Yeah. He's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
<laughs> no, they have a whole they have a whole library of different like workouts of strength. There's yoga, there's Pilates, there's cardio, so you can do hit cardio. Um, it's just it runs the gamut. Like anything that you possibly want to do, like they have meditation on there, like mindfulness, all everything that you possibly want is on there. So this episode it, it, of Spicy Memories is sponsored by Peloton. No, um, <laughs> I know. Let's bring it back. Bring yeah, it back. Okay. I got excited. Um, yeah. No, but so. that's, that's, that's amazing that that's at people's disposal, even if it is like a monthly charge, if it's worth it, that's, I mean, cause I, I used to just want to try to find like the free version of anything. I mean, who wouldn't obviously right. But now, right now I've come to a point in my life where like, I'm okay with paying for something monthly if it's worth it. Like I stopped paying for the gym uh, because I just, I didn't go. And it wasn't because I didn't want to work out. I just, I was not ever like a, a gym person. I was always kind of self-conscious about, not even not necessarily like how well yeah like how I looked but mainly like how I looked working out because I have always had a problem with like cardio and when I'm even like five minutes into like an elliptical I'm 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 breathing like James Gandolfini I'm just like struggling you know I'm like okay it is just it was I was going through it and I would look over and see somebody who was just like you know just like watching a show going twice as fast as I was and that's the worst thing you can do because it has nothing to do with your workout but yeah, because they're not, they're not paying, I guarantee you, they are not paying attention no, to you. No, they weren't at all. Nobody they're not looking at you. I was there. No, not at all. Like, they're not, like, there's people you look at in the gym. I was not one of them, you know? Like, so I, <laughs> like, believe me. Um, but I, that, my, my, my problem wasn't them. It was, you know, it was, it was me. I was like, you know, I was always just like, I, I didn't like, I, I felt, I always felt a little insecure in that, like, environment, you know? Because mm-hmm. I just, I, I don't know. So, but I also stopped going because it was like, I used to go to the Planet Fitness in Nourishell. And as yeah. you know, you have to pay for parking every single time. And it's just like, it's oh, like yeah. it was like 24 hours and it was just like a nightmare and it was always packed. And I just, I was like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I was like, cause you know, it's just, it was, it was. It no, was I don't crazy. blame you. But you know, now I, I live in the woods. I can just go chop down a tree. So <laughs> it's like, that's, that's my new work. I'll, <laughs> I'll just take an ax and walk, go 15, yard. Feet, yeah. walk 15 feet in my backyard. Um, <laughs> Which is, FYI, by the way, chopping wood is one of the best exercises you could do. It gets your blood. I've heard. My parents have a fireplace. And before I moved out, before I moved out of my parents' house, I would chop wood for my father. And I was in the back and I was like, yeah, I got it, whatever. And I, at first I was like, whatever. And like 10 minutes in, I was just like, (sighs) I'm like, yo, I'm like, I'm standing there with the ax. I was like, Jesus Christ. But it was a great time in my life. My beard was long. I was wearing flannels. I had an axe. You know, this is like I'm like this is a this is a vibe right now. This is good. <laughs> I was like, this is this is what I'm going through, you know. But then as soon as yeah. I as soon as I trim my beard down, I was like, I can't cut wood. I look like a freaking idiot without a you know. It's just like no, like, you I, can I need do a, it. I need a face forest to do that. So, <laughs> um, which uh, yeah, but so I don't. See, so you're talking. You mentioned a lot about like you know pushing yourself through and stuff like that. So one aspect of like, that I'm curious about, is there like, cause you are obviously a lover of food. I mean, you oh, absolutely. follow my page. Yeah. You have your own page, the home cook Chronicles, which I want you to talk about in a minute. But before yeah. that, like, do you have like a, I don't want to say like a guilty pleasure, but do you have something that you eat where you're like, I will happily work out extra just because I'm eating this right now. You know what I mean? Like, like what's something where you're just like, like we used to eat things where we were just like, we have to do a longer walk tonight. Like, you know, like we, like, like, <laughs> Like, what's something where you're just like, like, this is totally worth the pain that I'm going to go through later? Oh, my gosh. So where do I start with that? Because, you know, like, I mean, I love all the food, right? All right. the food. 
on the foodie page, whatever. Um, God. So if we go, so I have to do, I have to break it up into twos, right? So I have to do like the sweets. If we're doing sweets. Sweets. We'll start there. Okay. It has to be like a fresh brownie that's mm. warm or a nice big chocolate chip cookie with walnuts. With walnuts. I love walnuts. I mean, everyone is going to be like, oh my God, walnuts. Why are you putting all them? No, I love chocolate chip walnut cookies warm thick mm. yes those are those are chocolate chip cookies like warm and like warm chewy. yeah those, that might be my favorite cookie that's like i love it. And it's so simple but it's just, yes it's, when it's done right it's just so it's so amazing nice when it's done yes. right and yes you know it's a hard thing to uh sorry my cat just came in the room um it's fine yeah she's i have cats too it's fine She's like looking out the back window now. Um, <laughs> it's just when it's done right, though, it's just it's one of those things where like you understand why it's like so celebrated, you know, like yeah. I, I used to when I first started cooking and I don't I still try not to I, I bake bread. I'm not a great like baker, though, because baker mm-hmm. baking takes precision and yes. science. And yes. I don't do that well. I'm the one that mm-hmm. like goes to put salt in a dish the cap falls off and a bunch of salt goes in and I'm like, Oh shit. So I have to like get more tomatoes and put them in. Like, I'm like, I'm like a psycho in the kitchen, but like cooking, you can mess up and you can easily fix it. Baking. If you mess up, you're screwed because you basically got to start all over again. Exactly. Like you can't go in the oven halfway through and fix your, you know, the cookie dough. So, but I think when you realize it's, yeah, it's a simple thing, but when it's done like so well, it's just, there's nothing better than that. That's like, all right. So that's sweets. So let's go savory. Let's go like, um, Let's go like fried or something. Let's go like something like a meal, like a fucking, you know, just like, oof. Oh, man. So hard. Because then I have to go into cuisines and then it's not just one. Oh, yeah. All right. So let's, all right, let's, yeah, so, I don't care. I don't care. Go ahead. You, you give as many. No, so let me like. think. Let me think. So, oh, I love, I love my, I love a good burger with mm. some thick bacon on it. I love a good burger. I love a great yes I love an amazing like I'm I don't know I'm not like a steak connoisseur but I love steak anytime when we go out I have to have steak the last time actually my husband took me we went to Lenny's and the first time we went to Lenny's it's down the street yeah yeah yeah. I never went there how was it had a tomahawk steak oh my god amazing you you went hard the first time we had a tomahawk steak well I had it (laughs) absolutely yes because he knows that I want a tomahawk steak. He's like, okay, he like has a list. He's like, these are the restaurants that has tomahawk steaks. So next time we go out for date night, I'm going to take her here. And he knows I'm like, in my glory, love it. So definitely steak. I'm really into the past year and some change. I'm really into steak. That's, Skirt steak, plain yeah, steak, there's, there's, there's one tomahawk. Ribeye is my ultimate cut. Ribeye, that's like ribeye is the top. Yes, absolutely. Ribeye is like at the top of yeah. the list. That's why, and steak is such a... There's a way to cook steak that called confit, which is mm. basically cooking it submerged. Confit is supposed to mean it's technically like in fat, but there's yeah. ways that I'm lo- seeing on TikTok, of course, um, well, that you cook a steak, you bake it, you bake it for like 30 minutes submerged completely in olive oil, and mm. then you take it out after and you sear it, and it gets like a perfect cook and it's cooked submerged. Like that's why mm-hmm. duck confit is duck that's basically braised in its in duck fat. That's why duck confit wow. is literally, it's incredible. Like, how could it not? Yeah. Be? It's literally cooked in fat. Like, it's right, like, right, right. But yeah, burgers, <laughs> burgers are up there. Burgers are something that we usually cook 
probably a couple times a month at least. That's like, That's, oh yeah. man. And like we, uh, I just I I love burgers. I've made I've made a Big Mac at home. Like I made the Have Big Mac you? sauce and I put the middle piece of bread and everything, you know. And I like looked Look at, at the that. process of how to do it and stuff. Didn't come out as good. It's okay. Um, but um, it's fine. But you know, made a nice picture. So yeah. Um, I'm not a I'm not a big Mac person though. I'm very simplistic with my burgers. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Even at like at McDonald's, I don't really eat at McDonald's anymore. But it was really it basically was a cheeseburger. That's what I was the eating. The classic from there. cheeseburger is just like amazing, you know. And it's like, it's just it's the simplest yeah. thing in order, and it's still so good, you know. Like my the trouble I got into like ten yeah. years ago when I was a child, um, and I could eat. <laughs> whatever I wanted without <laughs> consequences because those were the days when I could literally eat whatever I wanted yeah. without consequences. I would yeah. go to like, I would go to Burger King and they had this thing. God, what the hell was the name of it? It was called the quad stacker. All right. And oh. it was four patties with bacon and cheese in between each patty. What? Sort <laughs> of God, this was a burger. Like my brother took me there because they, I don't believe you that you could eat one of these things. And I just like, I was like, and it's you totally just fine. proved him wrong. You're like, yeah, sure, come Every on, time, let's go. I'm like, let's do another one. But I was like, I was like 21 back. Then. I could do whatever the hell I wanted. You know, I right. could eat four steaks and be like, I feel great and pass out. You know, I have <laughs> like, I have like a few jelly beans and I wake up the next day and I'm like, Ooh, shouldn't have had all that sugar. Like, like life, life is just like, life is just so different now. It's just like, different. Oh man. It's weird as you're getting older, like things affect yeah. you. Like we'll eat we'll eat like fast food rarely if we're like out mm-hmm. and about, you know, like if we have a day of like going to Ikea or going shopping or something, we'll just grab mm-hmm. it. And then like afterwards we'll be like, oh, I regret that now. I'm like, yeah, I do. Like I never said that shit when I was younger. Like, are you kidding me? Like I never, I would just eat it. And I was just like, oh, I feel great. I'm like, let's see. I would eat that. And then I would go do stuff. That was like my pregame <laughs> to going out was I would be like, all right, I'm going to go get these two boxes of Taco Bell and then I'm going to go do something. And then I'm going to go, right. But now it's like, I have to cancel plans because I'm getting taco. You know what I mean? Like now it's like, now it's like you have to like really like recalibrate your like, life. Yeah. yeah. You have to like recalibrate oh, yeah, how you live your life. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. So why don't we, all right. So that's like cuisines and stuff. Why don't we go to breakfast food? What's your like guilty pleasure breakfast food that you can't have all the time, but when you do, you're just like, oh, yeah. Um, definitely. It would have to be like um, a French toast, but like, and I actually just had a piece of this um, when I went to a modern barn the other day, I had a piece oh, nice. my friend ordered it. It was banana bread, French toast, with Nutella, oh. um, strawberry, and banana. Oh, God. That sounds insane. It fantastic. This was modern so in, uh, in uh, Mamarinic. No, in Amar. In oh, no, oh, that modern. modern oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah. modern, was it modern on the rails or whatever is the one in Mamarinic, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Their right, food no. is good, though. Oh, the, all right, so the modern. I'm actually, I'm not that far from Armonk. I'm only a couple exits away, so... I oh, should, I could have uh, swung by and said hi. You could have. Well, yeah, you'd have to drive yeah. up another 20 minutes, but yeah. That's no, fine. <laughs> like, I've, I've moved to Northern Westchester. So now when I say, oh, I'm up the road a bit, that means like 25 minutes, you know? Uh, <laughs> like I've turned into like an, <laughs> I've turned into like an You're upstate New York You're not around the corner anymore, yeah. No. Like yeah. that's why like, my dad is from upstate New York, like upstate New York, like Troy. And oh, wow. apparently that's like a thing up there. That's where like, a hike. Yeah. It's, but they're like, when they say up there, like, oh, it's just up the road a piece. That means like 20 miles. Like when they're, they're like, they're like, oh, you just got to go up the road a piece and take a right. That means like you got to drive for like 30 minutes and then take a right. Like, so 
it's definitely like, an make sure you got your rest before you start driving like- yeah exactly <laughs> like make sure you got gas like my god like you know. <laughs> oh man but yeah all right so that's breakfast that sounds insane i mean that's like and yeah, that I, was usually, really I usually don't go for like sweets as like breakfast like french toast pancakes i like waffles but i feel like that's because waffles can also be savory sometimes if you do it right yeah but yeah. i'm more of like bacon in the morning or like hash browns and like you know like cooked like really well cooked like beautifully cooked golden hash browns yes yes that, yeah that might be that's one of my important because like some yeah. mornings i'll just like i've made us a giant like i make a hash brown not multiple. I just do it in the entire pan, and I usually, oh. and I su- usually successfully flip it, but sometimes not. And then I start yelling, and that's when I'm just like, "Why do I even do this?" You know. Um, but <laughs> when I when I do it right, I used to just make a giant hash brown and then you know crack a few fried eggs on top, and we would just eat it off the plate like that with like a runny. That's fried amazing. Egg. Yeah, it was like that's yeah. Like, I've always been more like savory than sweet, but I don't know. It's just um. And especially like at night, like when at night or if I've like had a couple of drinks, I don't mm-hmm. go for like, I don't have like a sweet tooth. I want something like salty and like crunchy. I want like, like late at night when I'm watching TV and I'm just like, fuck it, I'm gonna have a snack. It's not ever like cookies. It's always just like I open like potato chips or like nuts or something. I want something like, like I want right. to feel something in my mouth. Yeah, I want, I want to like, crunch. I want to crunch. I want to like have AirPods in watching my TV and still not be able to hear the TV. You know what I mean? Like that's, <laughs> that's the kind of crunch that I'm looking for. Um, oh my god I love it but so the question was what is my guilty pleasure because yes. honestly breakfast every day not would happen. definitely well no well not for that right I mean definitely a Beck Ooh, okay we want Becks I love I eat my eggs like all okay. the time I'm not proficient with you know no, doing the omelets and all other stuff. No, every time it's just everything is scrambled. It's fine. It's a fried egg. I have a fried egg, and, but I break the yolk because well, no, that's what I'm I do not... too. When you go to a, a bodega and you get a bacon, egg, and cheese, like that's what they do. They just break the yolk. They swirl it around once, and that's it. It's like yeah, no, that's fine. You know, but I'm not. I'm not like a runny egg person. I don't yeah, do you know, that. It's I am, and my wife is not. So I usually have to find a happy medium. Mm-hmm. Um, and by that, I mean I just yes. know, I don't eat runny eggs anymore. <laughs> um, you should no, have I, two pans going at the same time like yours is the runny egg and i have enough not. going on in my in my head in my <laughs> life where if i had two pans going at the same time nobody would eat breakfast if i had two pans going not only is nobody eating breakfast i may just leave i may just walk out the door and no one would ever see me again so <laughs> who knows but um yeah i i uh, I, I can oh see why God. people don't like runny eggs i could see why people don't like runny eggs but I, I will say this. I do love a fried egg. Mm. Like I really love a good crispy fried egg. Like when I used to do before I moved out and had to be responsible for, you know, more than just myself. Um, what I used to do was just take like olive oil in a pan and crack an egg and let it literally bubble around the edges and get crispy to the point where I could fold it like a taco. Like that's how crispy I like a good fried egg. Yes. Like that's. I want to try doing that. It's the best. Because that just, looks amazing. Like I love the crunch, and then I'll put the red pepper flakes and oh yeah. the dried seasonings on top. That'd my be my glory. Eggs, every time with eggs is simple, very simple. It is salt, pepper, red chili flakes, and smoked paprika. That is it. Because smoked paprika was literally made to be put on eggs. It is. It 
because eggs are thick and they are creamy and they are just this amazing thing that you swim in and the smoked paprika just adds like this amazing, <laughs> like it just cuts into it a little bit, you know? It does. And it it's does. Just, it's so, so good. And I love it. I, that's, that's a spice I will always have in my, my pantry. And that's, and a lot, I forget sometimes that like, like I'll cook for like my parents and yeah. they, don't, they don't eat like spice like I do. Right. So like I'll make something with like a little too much like pepper. Oh, it's a little spicy. I'm just like, I'm like, okay, like you know, like you know, my wife and I blow through hot sauce like crazy. Like we eat spice with like everything, you know. And like when I eat something, yeah, yeah, and it's not seasoned. Like, look, I I don't mean to degrade anybody who cooks, okay. And you and I have talked about this. I know that yeah. you don't do it. Yes, people who don't season or under season their food, I don't want to say they shouldn't be allowed to cook because that's me, <laughs> but. I feel like maybe they should just need to be forced to take a break. It's like their oven just gets <laughs> shut off for a month until they're taught how to just season. Like, and I'm talking just crack some extra black pepper. Like that'll, right, that, something. That, you know, a little, little dabble, do you, you know? Exactly. Like, exactly. God. You don't have to have the whole spice rack in no, there. My God. Just I, you a little know, something, a little something, a little something, actually, a little something I've, to make it pop. I've never understood it. And I think it, for me, I started doing it because my parents my they're they're good with like spices but they do them like in dishes and stuff they're not like me where they just put like spice straight on something they're eating and for me i would open the spice drawer in my dad's kitchen which is still one of my favorite kitchens in the world he has like a full viking setup and like a sub-zero oh nice yeah it's like so that i love cooking in that kitchen but i would open up the spice drawer and i i kid you not there were there are like 50 spices in there just laid out flat so you could see the label and i would just go crazy and I would just be like, oh, and just start like putting like everything in there. And my wife cooks like that, but that's because she, you know, she, when she was being taught how to cook, it was, it was like that. It was like, you know, you need to add as a base to everything. You got salt, you got pepper. And what people don't realize is when you're cooking something, especially like vegetables, much like the human body, when it heats up, pores open up in the vegetables. So what's happening when yes. you season is you can't just season in the beginning and be like, I'm good. Because what's happening is that the, as the veggies cook, their pores are opening wider and wider. So what you're really exactly. supposed to do is season as you go, because that's yeah. the only way to guarantee that you're actually going to penetrate those thick veggies, like especially like carrots and celery and shit. Like you yeah. really got to, you know, because I hate, like, I've, I don't know, like I've seen people, like I had friends that used to just buy the steamed veggies in the bag, put them in the microwave and then just like open them up and eat them with a spoon. I'm like, Yo, what kind of fucking psycho <laughs> It's eating savage. Like, like Jesus, like I'm like, are you training for the Iron Man competition? Why the hell are you eating these veggies out of a fucking bag? Like my God, like our process is we we buy a lot of fr- um, frozen veggies, but we defrost them in the microwave and then they go mm. in a pan or they go in the oven yeah. and we get a good char on them. You know? Yeah. Like, I've never understood it's that. So important, exactly. Like you know when you go to eat like a not a boil like a steamed. Brussels sprout and the leaves just like are falling off. While oh my god, I cannot, so I cannot, like, I cannot. Like, what is this squishy no. shit that's in my mouth? Like, no. Yeah. It's just they're like they're like they're, they're it's like, horrible. It's horrible. They're, they're like testicular. You know, I hate it. It's just. Uh, <laughs> oh. I know, and then I'm me because you know I'm West Indian, so my father's Trinidadian and my mother's Jamaican, so we season everything like eggs. Like I season my eggs very well. Yeah. You know, like. And then it's actually funny. You were talking about the pepper. I have a pepper story. My father's probably going to kill me, but whatever. It's, 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 it's his ongoing joke, right? So on Sundays, you know, you always, Sunday breakfast, we need to have like, you know, the sausage, you do the sausage, you know, like even the frozen sausage, like the Jones or the, like the banquet right, or yeah, whatever, right? Yeah. Put it in, yeah, put it in a pan, 
get some stewed tomatoes, onions, oh, garlic, okay. cook it all together. It's amazing, right? So my father one day, like he always has, um, we have this West Indian pepper. It's like, you know, it's, it's a wet pepper, um, like kind of like the pepper that you sent over to me. Right. It's called Matooks. That's the brand name. It is fire, okay? Like literally, you have to be like one drop, two drop. Like that's how that's how potent this thing is. So my father's making eggs in the morning, like it was Sunday morning, whatever. He makes eggs for the house. His hand slipped, but he didn't say anything. So I'm sitting there. He like he's like, oh, you know, here's your breakfast, and I can take spice. I can take it, right? Right. I literally dropped my fork down, and I was. Like, where's the water? My father's like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, my hand slipped. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, my mouth is on fire. Oh my god. You know, but I mean, we we just like to season. We season everything. I even tell I even tell people when I post online, I'm like, season your salad. Seriously. You can put oh, season yeah. your salad, and they're Always. like, they look at me. They're like, what? And I'm at like, the, season your salad. Minimum, if you don't season your salad, what you should do, which a lot of people don't, is dice and shred up fresh herbs and throw those in the salad too like season your salad but also yes. throw in like parsley and like cilantro and like rosemary because yes. it's going to go through the whole set it's like i don't like i see people like a friend of mine was like he was very into like fitness and he was like he's he's older than me but he's like incredibly in shape and like whatever mm-hmm. um i used to balance that out though because i would say to him like you could do as many crunches as you want but you will always be 10 years older than me so that won't change <laughs> but he, you know, like when you make a salad, I was trying to say like, it doesn't have to taste bland and shitty, you know, like no. the, even the dressing that I make for our salads during the week, cause we have salads that we bring to work is, yeah. you know, the dressing is basic. It's just like white balsamic with olive oil. And then I do the French style vinaigrette. So I do oil, vinegar, I do red chili flakes, salt, pepper, lemon juice, and then a dollop mm-hmm. of Dijon mustard. Yes. Yeah. Mix that all so together. Good. And it, that alone adds this incredible that is like the basic 101 vinaigrette if you go to culinary school that's like week one if at french culinary school that's like mm-hmm. what they teach you that's like this is the yeah. classic vinaigrette and usually they do shallots or whatever but i don't have time for that so um but So throughout, so tell me b- briefly about the uh, the Home Cook Chronicles it is a not yeah. newer, but that's your other food Instagram. Um, it is. Like, it is. I mean, it's newer. It's newer. newer than your old Instagram. So when did you start it? Yeah. How did that start? And like, you know, tell me a little bit about it. So I started that in, I think like in June of last year, obviously we're still oh, so in. recently. You know. okay. Yeah. So it was June that okay. I started it. Um, I will post food on my main page, but Sometimes I just get so, I feel like I get so engrossed in like, you know, the angling, the lighting, the picture. And I'm like, you know what? I should probably have my own, you know, a side page where I'm like, literally, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have the perfectly posed picture with the lighting. And I'm going to talk about all the ingredients I went and I, you know, put together and like, oh, and I figured Home Cook Chronicles because I cook at home. I, a lot of times I use what I have. It's a great name, you know? by the way. Home Cook Chronicles. That's like, 
It's a great time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I just, yeah, I just try to create things at home that, you know, with things that you already have. So it's not like, oh, I'm getting this like crazy ingredient from some specialty store that I have to drive 25 minutes away right. from my home to get, you know, like, I'm like, okay, so I have pasta and I have these sauces and I have these spices. Let me just spice up, you know, um, you know, like a spaghetti or let me spice up like a meat or something, or let me do a different combo and like put, or even like my salad, like sometimes I have salad. I like, I'm obsessed with feta cheese. Right. Mm. Don't ask me about that TikTok thing. Cause I didn't do that one. Cause I'm kind of like, I, I think that would be a little bit too much. I, I can tell you right now, we did it. And it's, I love feta. It's, it's a lot. But that was too much, it's right? It's a lot. Like I, I could see yeah. doing that and mixing in another cheese or maybe doing it with a different cheese. But feta has this like such a just, it's, I, I don't know. And it's not, I love feta raw. I love, I love feta in salads. I love it just yeah. like, crumbled on top. You know, yeah. I even put it like with some hummus on a cracker and stuff. Like I love feta. But when it gets mm-hmm. cooked, it releases these different kind of aromas because the molecules are all spread yeah. around. And it just, we, we did it. We did the cherry tomatoes and the island, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I seasoned it. But it was just different. It was like, I was like, I don't know, mm-hmm. man. Like, and it's weird. If you really, really love feta, maybe you'll like it. If you're, you're kind of like whatever with feta, I wouldn't even bother, honestly. Like, I wouldn't, it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't no, see, I love feta, but I don't know that I want to like, I don't know if I want to do that. I, I would feta. say this do it but do it as like a side dish have something else that you could definitely eat for today <laughs> like, like don't make like that night that was like our only thing to eat and i really regret it because like and you're we like took, oh we took a few damn. bites and i'm just like what do you want to eat now and she's like i don't even want that. i'm like yeah me neither like, was, it's just like so like do it but definitely have like a side dish you know? <laughs> like, yeah but, like i have seen people do like you know spins on it like they've added additional stuffs some people i've seen have added mozzarella so, um, mozzarella because mozzarella has more of a not bland but a more of creamy texture so i think it absorbs yeah. a lot of that sharpness of the feather, yeah um, yeah which was good but i i i don't know i don't think i'm gonna try i don't that. think i would try that though yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah no like, i'm good expensive. like a brick of feta and mozzarella that's like ten dollars worth of cheese i'm like i don't know if I'm i know i know cheese is freaking expensive i, I don't know. i never realized like i don't know i i tried to make my own uh, uh mozzarella once and you can do it at home it's not that yeah. hard it's just, mm-hmm. it deals a lot with like temperatures and like, yes. you have to wait until it gets to like 90 degrees and then shut off the heat, stir it for five minutes, wait until it goes down to 80 degrees and then add the citric acid. It's like, so it, it's do a it, thing. Yeah, you just yeah. have to very specifically stick to steps. And I messed up pretty early on. I'm just like, well, I'll just have a gallon of milk in a freaking pot now. So this is great. I'm like, I don't know. It's like a, I was like, I don't know what to do with this because I don't drink milk. Like, like all right. It's like, all right, thanks. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's uh, yeah. So the whole, so it's diverting all over to that second Instagram, right? Yeah. It gives you a different kind of like a, a vibe when you put it out. And like when you post, like, you know, which posts you want to put on there as opposed to your main page. Do you see blogging as like, and like doing this as, I don't want to say like a form of therapy, because that implies that you have issues and, you know, <laughs> uh, not that kind of podcast, but um, like, do you see it as a form maybe of like self-care or like therapy? Because well, I've, I've kind of realized that, I mean, that's how it started with me was kind of like an outlet to, you know, I was, I, especially when I first started at my job that I work at now, years ago, I was sitting at a desk all of a sudden from like nine to five and I was in a suit all day. I still am. And so I came home and I just wanted to like put a knife in something literally. And it also like relieved a lot of stress. And 
I, it, it, that sounds horrible, but it's a hundred percent true. Like after a day at work, yeah. it feels amazing to cut something in half. Like, thank God that there's, I can cook. Cause otherwise, you know, might be on the news. Um, but, um, I don't know. I mean, do you see it as a form of like self-care therapy, anything like that? Or is it just something else in your life that you, you know, enjoy doing? I mean, I enjoy cooking, but I definitely, it's, it's definitely a stress reliever. It definitely at times, especially when you're like prepping the vegetables and, right. you know, trying to get the cubes and all that stuff. I mean, some people might think that's nerve wracking, but I appreciate it. Um, it's definitely a creative outlet for me. Um, just being able to put things together and make a meal, right? So like, just like you were, how were you talking about before, like baking is a science that's very exact yes. and you can't correct it once you've done something wrong, then you just basically have to start all over again. But cooking, you can kind of save your cooking unless, I mean, you dump a whole bunch of salt in something, then you really you have to start over. But other yeah. than that, like you can always, you can tweak as you go along, you put things together. Right. Like I always tell people that like the most under- um, celebrated appliance in the kitchen is the oven. I'm like, what other thing? Can you just literally cut stuff up, put it, wrap it in foil, throw it in the oven and then take it out and you have like a whole meal right there. Like you yeah. can literally cook your whole entire meal in the oven. Yeah, absolutely. And I think people are underutilizing tools like that. Like I'm, I'm listening to this great, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm been listening to a lot of David Chang, who's like one of my favorite chefs ever. Mm -hmm. And his autobiography recently came out called Eat a Peach. And mm -hmm. it talks, it's, it's incredible. But he recently has been talking a lot about the microwave and how yeah. a lot of stuff that we were brought up on about the microwave is kind of not true. Like as far as like not being able to cook a whole meal in there, um, like don't put your head near the microwave like that shit. Like your phone technically yeah. emits more radiation than a microwave does. But it's, 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 it's such a microscopic level that it's not going to hurt you. They just did that because parents didn't want to see their shitty little kids staring at the microwave. Like, you know, <laughs> it's like when they told you that like coffee stunted your growth. No, it's because they yeah. didn't want nine-year-olds like, you know, addicted to caffeine. <laughs> like it's, you know, so he started, he actually is coming out with like this glassware that can work in the microwave and can be used to cook perfectly cooked. He is Korean American. He lives off of rice and he grew up with that. He said he, he doesn't even use his rice cookers anymore. He only uses really? the microwave because if you do it properly and you let it sit for the right amount of time, it's, it's just, it's a very underappreciated thing. And I think it started the way he puts it because the microwave, especially in professional kitchens was seen as like, they call it chef Mike, you know, it's like, it's like sandbagging, but like not in a good way as he puts it. Yeah. And yeah. I think it was more of like, the thing of like, no, like we are men, we use fire, you know, it's just like, kind of like, you know, like this is how we cook. This is how it's done. And so deviating away from that gets everybody very, just kind of like, that's no, like that's not, don't do that. And so he's been talking a lot about that and about the oven, about how, you know, you have these tools at your disposal, you know, you don't need a frying pan. I mean, most of the meals that we cook weeknights are in the oven, you know, I mean, we're all about like sheet pan meals yeah. and like baked dishes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's, it's, it's easy. It's the best. Like you said, what else you could just cut something up and shove it in there, you know? Yeah. Like yep. what could be easier? It transforms the, the flavor, like right. vegetables in, in the oven. Like what? Amazing. Well, that or the air fryer. Cause I, Which I, I have my air fryer all the time. I know. And you people are like a cult. I haven't, I haven't hopped on the bandwagon yet. <laughs> of the air fryer. <laughs> but every person I've talked to is just like, you have to get an air fryer. It's the best thing in the world. And I, I, there, there is this actually the version of my oven because I have mm -hmm. an electric and I have a Frigidaire mm -hmm. and there's a version of mine, like a newer version 
that has a regular convection oven, but then also an air fryer setting in the oven. Oh, so I'm cool. thinking maybe down the road we get that before we, you know, get this place ready to sell. Uh, <laughs> we, you know, do yeah, that. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I've, I cooked at my parents' air fryer like once or twice. My dad tried mm-hmm. to make like a, like curly fries. My mm-hmm. problem was always just like the size. I'm like, all right, but like that tray you just pulled out is just for me, right? Like that's like, that's a, like, <laughs> like that was, that was always my problem was like, like the size of the air fryer was like, yeah, it's really great. It's, it tastes good. I'm like, oh, you use coconut oil. Wow. Okay. But like, that's uh that's just for me though. Right. Cause that's just a little tray of fries. Like, so <laughs> that was always my problem was like, it's just like, I, I need like, I would need like a giant air fryer and I don't have the real estate for that as yeah. of yet. I mean, cause yeah, we already yeah. have, I have so many things that we have to stack and store. Like I have a stand mixer, yeah. which I love and use and a food processor. And we have a toaster mm-hmm. and we have a sandwich mm-hmm. press, which we, and the thing is before we moved to this new place, we got rid of a lot of stuff because we were like, okay, well, we're only going to keep things we actually use, but we, you know what? We yep. have a crock pot. We have an instant pot. We have a stand mixer. We have a sandwich. press, We have a food processor, mm-hmm. a blender because we use all of that. But it's like, we live in an apartment. Where the hell are you going to store all this stuff? You know? Right. And, right. And I'm not, I've never been the kind of person where I like a lot of like clutter on my kitchen counter. I like it to be clean, you know, mm-hmm. or I like it to be wide open because I usually am whipping out my giant cutting board and like, I have yeah. to cut up like a bunch of veggies, especially if I'm making like soup where I have to cut up mm-hmm. like leeks and potatoes and then like all this, you know, I need like real estate, you know, I need like room. And cause I go yeah. to some, some of my friend's kitchens. I'm just like, yikes. I'm like, this is like, I'm like, there's no, there's no cutting board area. Where are you? You know, but I forget that I'm like insane. So, you know. Don't come to my house then. Please don't look in my kitchen. No, and again, if you use everything. We'll just say that. <laughs> if you use everything, it's totally worth it. The thing is we had to find a place to store it because if we put all that stuff on there, we may not use, you know what I mean? Like we may not use it all the time. And I, I hate having things that just mm-hmm. like sit there. Like if you use your air fryer, keep it and keep it out because you're going to use it. What the hell could be? No, yeah, I definitely, that? yeah, I use it like most days out of the week, especially when it's warmer out. Right. Well, because nothing is worse. That's than been a lifesaver. Because otherwise, I was just ordering food. Oh my god! It is so hot, and the apartment is hot, and it stays hot forever. Ever. Like, like yeah, ever. It's, it's the weirdest thing too, because I actually the kitchen where I am now is significantly smaller than the one where I was, but the apartment is itself it? is like, yeah. Um, but the apartment itself is bigger. the The kitchen at the old apartment, even though it was a tiny, tiny little place. The kitchen mm-hmm. was about a third of the size of the apartment. We had a giant, giant oh, wow. Eden kitchen with granite tops. It stretched like 15 feet across. It was huge. But for well, some- What, did a chef live there before you? Like, no, yeah, I, I, something like that. I mean, granted, we had like no living room and there was no hallway. So, you know, trade-offs. But, yeah. um, but it was the weirdest thing because no matter what, and no matter how many windows we got open, even if you put the oven just at like 350, it was like a freaking sauna in there. It was the worst- and in this tiny, tiny little kitchen where I can reach both counters just by standing, it doesn't mm-hmm. even get that hot, even if the oven's up to 450 degrees. So wow. it's the weirdest thing. I'm convinced that he was just trying to sabotage us in that place and make my life a living hell. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> that's, just my, that's just my personal opinion. But no, I, 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 I do agree that having an oven, I don't think a lot of people really utilize it as much as they can. I think they see it as like, oh, well, you need a long planned out meal for that. You need, you know what I mean? Like you need, yeah. that's like, that's like for a holiday meal or that's like, if you're cooking like a Sunday dinner, like, no, just preheat yeah. the oven and shove some veggies in there on a sheet pan and you, you could have dinner, you know? Exactly. We have exactly. a meal, we have a meal that we make where 
we dice up veggies and potatoes, sprinkle them on a thing, crack like four or five eggs into them, and just mm-hmm. put it in the oven and let it bake. And we have an amazing dish of just potatoes and veggies and eggs just like chilling. And it's the best. It's like, you know, and it's easy. The less nice. dishes I have to do, my goal in life is to do <laughs> as, as few dishes as possible. Like, exactly. Ever. Like, ever. Like, tonight, I just picked up sushi. I came home, I threw it out, I looked at the sink and it was empty. I'm like, this is the best. I should just live like this forever. I was like, this is the best. I was like, this is the best night of the week. Like, this is incredible. Like, I love um, it. All right. So I want to do something um, that I like to call dank or rank. All right. Wow. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to list some foods. And if you think that they are delicioso, you can say, yeah, those are dank. Um, if you hate them and you want them to die, you can say rank. Absolutely not. Um, these are, I've done these foods on a couple <laughs> of past episodes. And these are foods that are usually pretty 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 divisive between people they're pretty like either you love them or you hate them you know okay um and i don't know i'm curious to hear what you have to say about a few of these so it's dank or rank yes ma'am rank as in like garbage smell you know like rank. yeah 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 yeah. thanks but dank because you know come on dank or rank like come on that's like come on um (laughs) i'm proud of myself i came up with that damn title i'm like this is i love it this is it all right all right, so the first food I have uh, anchovies, and that can be anchovies straight or in like sauces. Now you see, I don't know if they've actually had anchovies. Ooh. I've definitely have never had them like you know okay. at the have can you, or whatever. Have you ever had a real Caesar salad that's like a little bit yellow at like a restaurant? No, because I'm not a Caesar salad person. Okay, so I real like- real Caesar salad is a ground up anchovies with garlic paste, and then you whip in a bunch of like oil basically and fat but yeah that's what a caesar salad really is is the mm. base you need anchovies um and I, you can put them in red sauce and stuff too i guess but that's fine i'll i that's mm-hmm. actually you're like the third person that's done that i think i have to take it off the list uh, so all right um cilantro <laughs> i like cilantro okay good see i didn't I know do. i've said this so in a couple of past episode i didn't know that there was an actual like hereditary gene you like you know some people are just like yeah some people like say soap. it tastes like soap yeah okay, so i just thought that was people bitching i didn't know that no, it's an actual hereditary gene where like in your body it tastes like green soap you know yeah, i was just like oh, these people just don't know good spanish food you know i was just like being an idiot <laughs> but no I, I i like you i love cilantro um I love uh, it. all right this one woof all right cottage cheese oh god rank nope Thank you. Nope. You are the first nope. person on this podcast who agrees with me. First of all, that many little tiny balls inside of this creamy – no, absolutely not. <laughs> it's, not even, it's, it's not even the taste. It's just the texture. I put it in my mouth. Right. I'm like, this is like somebody just took a milkshake and was like, you know, these silica gels would taste really great in this. And they just threw – like, you know, oh, God. I fu- and There's- when I see, you know – I have a story about that. So when I was little, my babysitter, I think I was probably about five, thought it was like, oh, you know, you try some, you'll like it. And I I looked at it. I'm five, right? I looked at it. I said, I'm not going to eat that. No, no, no. Eat it, eat it, eat it. They forced me to eat it. Yikes. And it was on the floor. And I'll just leave it at that. I told, I was, and then after, and I said, I I told you I'm not going to eat it. So there's 
that's where we, and people are like, oh my God, it's great. You mix it with fruit and people put it in their lasagna or they put it in, good for you. I'm not doing it. That's why somebody else on this podcast was like, yeah, but it's kind of like ricotta cheese. I'm like, mm, it's not. Though. No, it is I was, not. <laughs> I was like, it's not though. I'm like, my family's Italian. Believe me, it's not like ricotta cheese, like at all. Like when I see, when I go into a place and I see like an 80 year old just scooping it out of a cantaloupe, I want to die. Like, it's just oh the my worst. God. That is the worst thing I can Oh God. Anyway. All right. I'll move on from that. Yeah. Um, eggplant. I love eggplant. Okay. Good. Thank. All right. Awesome. Um, yeah. This one. Oh, I'm always scared to ask this one. All right. Pineapple on pizza. No. Thank you. Oh, God. I no. Was I was worried for a second. No. <laughs> like, I think. You, was I going to lose my friend card if I said yes? No, it's fine. We just, we would never speak again. Um, no. Um, <laughs> okay. No, All right. No. Um, I, it's funny because the last episode I recorded, I, it was for a friend who grew up in Scarsdale and he now lives in Astoria and he's, he knows New York pizza. Mm-hmm. Like I know New York pizza. Mm-hmm. And he explained it to me in a way that I kind of understand why people in other parts of the country would do that. You live in the lower Westchester area. You know, you're, you know, you're in the New York area area, you know, we, yeah. it's hard for us to get bad pizza. It's hard for us to get like a bad, bad slice of pizza, but the rest of the country, you remember like the cafeteria pizza? That's their oh pizza. Oh my God. That is their pizza in the rest of the country. When you go to like the Western States or like Colorado and shit, that's what they call like pizza, you know? I know. So when you eat that, I think you need to put other shit on it. And people can tell me, oh, what about the salty and sweet? I'm like, have salted caramel, you idiot. Like, no, don't put, <laughs> I'm like, don't put pineapple and, ha- and pineapple and pineapple and ham on yeah. pizza. Like, no. Yeah. Like, that's, I just, I, that it's horrible it's horrible it's horrible pineapple isn't bad itself and it's got its place you know even not on pizza not on pizza though you know pineapple is because it's also like very like liquidy pineapple it's got a lot of liquid i mean like i sent you recently i sent you my hot sauce mine is it's like a tropical coffee habanero hot sauce yeah first hot sauce that i ever made yeah was actually a roasted pineapple jalapeno sauce and the that reason, sounds nice. Yeah, but see, the reason it sounds nice is because I said roasted pineapple. The reason yes. that I stopped making it was because pineapple exudes so much liquid that I literally needed to char it in a cast iron pan and blacken the pineapple before blending it or else it was just going to be a nightmare. It was just like I basically mm. just made this green juice that I was just like spraying over stuff. I'm like, this is horrible. So oh, wow. pineapple and jalapeno do taste great together, you know, especially with some cilantro in the mix and stuff. Um, all right, I got a, like mm-hmm. one or two more um, sardines. Mm-mm. No, you don't no, like them? we're not doing that. All right, that's no. fair. That's fair. I, and I, I love fish. I do. Just that, no, not the sardines. It's because mm-hmm. it's not like when you think fish, though, you think like salmon. You think like bass. You think like fish. You know, like good fish. Yeah, like cod. Like cod, yeah. yeah, or like even like you know. But sardines are weird. I get it. You open it up. There's like these things in a can. You're like, what the fuck am I looking at? You know, it's, it's weird. I get it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I ate that a lot. But again, like I said, I think of the last episode, my mother blames that on herself because apparently when she was pregnant with me as a snack. That's all that she would eat. Literally anchovies and sardines out of the can. Like, so that's, I think, why I love like salty stuff so much is because like, I love like, she Probably. said when she was pregnant with me, she just wanted like pickles and anchovies and just sardines, just like salt, just like. I'm like, you just know, all of it. I'm like, you turned me into a monster. Do you realize that? <laughs> um, all right. So the last one, 
I have these last two, but I'm not, I'm not going to do the last two. The last one. And then I'm going to ask you one because I have one for you. Okay. But All right. We're yeah, going to no, finish. That's funny. You're the, you're the second person to do that too. I should probably make this a, a, a talk and go thing. Um, white chocolate. So white chocolate, I'm going to tell you something. Remember we were talking about the chocolate chips before? Yes. The chocolate chip cookies. So I make, I have this Martha Stewart recipe for chocolate chip cookies the queen. but i subbed it out for the white chocolate chip cookies the white chocolate chips okay. that's the only time i'll eat the white chocolate okay is in the chocolate those particular chocolate chip cookies but no okay, other seen. time okay because it's not i said this in the last podcast it's not chocolate it's not chocolate it's it, they call it white you chocolate know. but it's not chocolate you know it's just like I don't know. There's nothing else to compare it to. It's not chocolate. It's just, it's, it's, it's delicious in certain aspects. And like, it's, I, it's basically, it's basically laboratory food. Is that what you're telling me? I mean, yeah, but you know, like, I don't, I don't really care about that necessarily, but yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> all right. And the, uh, you know, fuck it. I'll, I'll do this last one. Yeah. Uh, candy corn. I love candy corn. Finally, somebody who was not going to make fun of me for loving candy corn. Oh, no, I love candy corn. This is the best I ever. Gotten, I have gotten some answers. I don't know what happened in people's childhood, <laughs> but people get fuck. They get offended. They're like, they're like, they're like, like upset. Yeah, they're like it tastes like wax. Seriously, I'm like, no, it doesn't. I'm just like candy corn. They're like, fuck candy, and they get like filled with rage. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm like, what did I just ask? Like, I, I I've always loved it, and I, I don't care. Like, it tastes a little like wax. I don't care. And is it made from corn? Aside from the fact that there's fucking corn syrup in it, no, it's corn syrup. Yeah, like you know, they make but it. But it like only, little, but know. for me, but for me, it has to be Brock's. I can't. It can't just oh, be you go to a any. Brand. It has to be Brock's. Oh no! See, I don't care. It has that. to be Brock's. Like I'll go to CVS and get like the CVS brand, like Circus Peanuts. Like I have no, I have no consideration for like. Wait, 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 wait. Circus Peanuts. Yeah, you know about you them, like right? those. I love circus peanuts. It's like no. it's like you get to mm-hmm. eat those packing. Like I used to get yelled at for eating packing peanuts out of boxes. You know. Oh my but god! But it's like it's I like cannot. it's like being able to eat those and not get yelled at. It's the best. <laughs> like oh my god! Like uh, my grandma used to drag me into CVS, and I, she used to let me pick out a bag of candy, and I would either pick out those or like the cow tails. You know, like the little caramel with the white inside. Oh man, I didn't like those. Yeah, I, I don't know, like I those. I was a weird kid, but. I, every time I, every time I would say like the circus peanuts, she would look at me like, really? You want, okay. Like, like that's like, what you, know? you want. Like, yeah. Like, she's like, she's like, you know, we're about to go to the Intamins down the street. You sure you don't want to wait? I'm like, no, I want the circus peanuts. Like, I'm like, like you right. don't want Twix or like, Snickers? maybe I thought no, I was like an elephant when I was younger. I don't know. I was just like, you know, just, you know. Who knows? Oh my God. All right. So Those what's the, crazy. what's the, uh, what's the danker rank that you have for me? Well, going along. On the lines of um the fish tilapia. Ooh. All right. The the few times that I've had it, big fan. But I had it when I was out and it was prepared by like places. I've never actually tried to cook it myself. So I feel like that'll be like the final judge with tilapia. I feel like because it's easy to like anything when it's 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 beautifully cooked in a dish i could have had horrible experiences at restaurants and i might say that i hate it right now but the two times that i've had it i think it's been like two times it's been great you know um mm-hmm. but i've never actually tried to cook it myself and i feel like when i try to cook it myself that'll be like that'll be the the judge of whether or not i'm gonna i'm gonna deal with tilapia for my life or not you know like okay because then this my story with tilapia 
is. I used to make it a lot. I would get it, you know, and, and cook it. But then after a time, I really, the texture was bothering me. And to the point, and I'm not a texture person, not like, oh, well, aside from you know, cottage cheese, but you know, we're both on the same page with yeah, that. That's, so that's, that's fine. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, I'm normally not, yeah, that was just gross and disgusting. I, I don't even understand why people eat it. But um, tilapia, it, it almost, to me, it almost, it's like, it's it's fake. Like, it's not like a regular fleshy, like, fish. Yeah. And it, it bothers me. And not to say, like, you know, definitely there's different fish with different textures. So like right. swordfish, for example. Right, exactly. Or like sea or bass. Sea bass is cooked monkfish. like But yeah. I love sea bass. Sea bass Chilean cool sea bass Chilean is my jam. My mother can, makes you know, it. It's amazing. You can literally prepare it like you would a steak and it cooks like that too. Yep. It's just, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I understand what you're saying about the texture. Like, and it's like buttery and mm, yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. So here, audible one more. <laughs> all right. Um, only because I just prepared something okay. last night with this uh, salmon. What, do I like it or not like it? Yeah. I love salmon. Salmon's okay. great. Because I actually, I just did a, I have a huge pound and a half cut of um, like farm-raised salmon that I, uh, um, I made into locks. So it's curing in my uh, like smoked salmon. Oh, like, so it's curing yes. in my fridge right now. And I, did, I can't do smoked salmon because you need a smoker and I live, you know, in an apartment. So no, but I, you can make it work. You can get a, you can get a block and you can do it in the oven. Yeah, but I didn't even do that. What I did was I just loaded the cure. That was a mixture of salt and sugar. I loaded it with smoked paprika. So mm. the cure itself is going to drag out moisture and embed itself in the salmon. And it's going to mm-hmm. have all that smoked paprika layered in there. So I'm mm. thinking, because I usually go simple. I usually just do dill. I do like salt, pepper, a couple herbs, whole peppercorns, mm-hmm. and then like fresh dill. I didn't do it because... I didn't buy dill. That's why I didn't do it. But um, right. I was also like, I was looking in the pantry and I'm like, I feel like I could give it like a smoky flavor without having to use a smoker. Cause you could also buy a cheap like Belleville or Breville, uh, like um, a gun, you know, like a, like a smoke gun and yeah. put it in a dish and you put an aluminum foil over it. You can smoke it quote unquote cold smoke it's called. And okay. yeah, but I, I don't, I, I don't want to do all that. So. Or maybe liquids. Yeah. I guess liquid smoke, smoke could work. Have you ever worked yeah. with that? I, a couple times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, liquid smoke could work. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just curious because salmon, I love, I love salmon raw, like sushi grade salmon. Like yes, the few, that's the good. That I've made sushi myself or mm-hmm. poke. Like I love making fresh, like Hawaiian style poke. Um, I usually use sushi yeah. grade tuna or salmon, but um, nice. But yeah. So I love to roast my salmon though in the oven. Yeah. Oh my God. It's, you know, it's a, again, the, skin the, on the bottom. Thing. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes, yes. I yes. used to love, the, I still do love the skin. Like I love, like when I go to Japanese restaurants or like sushi, I'll have like salmon skin salad. Like I love it so much. And if you've never had it, you need to try it. It is literally, I do. it is flattened salmon skin that is just completely crispy and crunchy that they fry. That's so amazing. Oh it my is, gosh. And they throw it on top of like usually lettuce or like seaweed or noodles. Oh my word. It is. Yeah. I need to get that because I am obsessed with crispy salmon skin oh, so good i mean that's the, the, the rule of thumb always when you're cooking salmon in like a pan is you want to put it skin side down um but you want to also i learned this from from gordon ramsay uh, mm-hmm. you, you want to <laughs> put you want to put slits in the salmon skin 
what I do with the cure is I poke a bunch of holes with a really sharp knife because the okay. skin is really hard to break through. So whatever yeah. flavor is in the pan or my cure that you're trying to break through, you always want to kind of skew, uh, you know, like skewer the skin a wee bit because it'll mm-hmm. allow the, allow the, the juices to flow evenly. So, oh man. All right. So we're, we're coming in on a, on the, on the home stretch here. We're coming in on the close a little bit. Yeah. So this is a, uh, this has been fun. This has been, this yeah, has been it's a, been amazing. As I said in the beginning, this has been a hoot. It's been a straight, uh, definitely a hoot. <laughs> definitely a hoot. Um, <laughs> so this, uh, First of all, before I go into this last segment, I want to say again, thank you so much. Um, and thank you for trying my hot sauce. I recently sent Joni a bottle of my hot sauce, the new one. Yes, um, hopefully, so good. What did so you think, good. by the way? I never got to ask, not to put you on the spot, but I'm just curious. I'm trying to see what people I are. like it. I like, you know, I like the spice. And it's, it's definitely not, it's not a, um, a pepper that I would normally just go out and buy. So I appreciate right. the fact that I'm able to, you know, try it. And it's homemade. Yeah, and- yeah. Is made the, from the soul, so I loved it. And I only use I only use fresh peppers and fresh fruit with it as well. You know, yeah, so I'm, I'm very yeah. particular. That about definitely that. makes I, a difference. That's why I always, whenever I sell out, I go through these sell cycles and online because I'm not going to use like frozen mango. I'm not going to use like pre-cut mango. Like I have to get big, good, natural ones, and I have to struggle and get that stupid oval-shaped freaking pit out of the middle of it. Um, you know, they have cutters for that. Yeah, I don't buy into that shit. I just, I, I'm, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather just struggle and yell in my kitchen. You're just like, let me yeah. just and then slice your finger no, while have, you're trying to cut I anything. Know. You know, I actually, thanks to TikTok, I recently found a way to get it out easily. You go not lengthwise, like yes, I did see that. You saw that you yeah. slice it all the way around and then you twist it like that, like you're giving somebody like a like a burn on their arm. Remember? Yeah, and you pull it apart yeah. and it actually works pretty well because. The hardest part about making batches of my sauce is getting that fucking meat out of the mango easily. And then like looking at the food processor mm-hmm. and be like, there's a piece of skin in there from the mango. Got to get that out, you know? So that's always been like the bane of my existence. But yeah. tick, again, TikTok just saving our lives with like these tips, you know, just like, I never knew. Like, yeah, it's like those olive oil bottles. You know, when you buy okay. olive oil and you get your finger in the little ring and you yank the thing out of the olive oil to open it. You know, you're supposed to keep that mm-hmm. thing you yank out yeah. and put it back in because that's what stops the olive oil from pouring out. That little plastic piece that you're supposed to shove back in allows it just to drizzle. And I had no idea. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was like- You're just like, ripping it off and throwing it in the garbage? Yeah, because I'm a fucking- animal. And then just like, using your finger to drizzle? Literally. Like my thumb, <laughs> anybody who's ever had any of my dishes, by the way, my <laughs> thumb is the main flavor in any olive oil-based dish, just so you know. Um, just so we're clear on that. You're not supposed to tell people that. I don't care. It's fine. Not enough people listen to this anyway. So, um, (laughs) whatever. Um, (laughs) what are they going to do? They've already eaten it. (laughs) Ha ha. You know, um, (laughs) jokes on you. Yeah, exactly. Too late now. Can't take back cyanide. Can you? Uh, (laughs) So, all right. So the last segment that I do, I do this with every person that's on the podcast. All right. Okay. Uh, do you remember... There's a game that school kids play. Uh, it's called Fuck Mary Kill. Remember that game? Yes. Like you, it's like you choose a boy or a girl that you, you know, whatever. So we're gonna yeah, do that, yeah. uh, with food. We're gonna have you choose a food or a meal that you would have a very ill thought out one night stand with. A food that you would happily spend the rest of your life with, and a food that you would happily permanently kill and throw in the garbage and never have to eat again. 
And it could be a meal. It could be an ingredient. Oh, wow. Okay. Seasoning. It could be anything you want. Just like things. I'm, I'm sure that I'm going to say it can't be cottage cheese as far as the kill. Because I know that you would absolutely murder cottage cheese. But yeah. So something that you have eaten voluntarily and now you're just like, I, I want, I will never. Like ever. I'm done. So, right. Right. Okay. So let's do, let, let's do the, the, the uh, let's do the dirty one night stand. Something you can't do all the time. Something you're going to regret in the morning. Something, you know, you're just going to be like, why is my head hurt? You know, just like, you know. Um, I'm going to have to say that that's probably going to be like lasagna. Ooh. All right. Cause that's, yeah, I mean, that's heavy. That's like yeah that's a a lot (laughs) it's a lot so definitely that's going to be lasagna um something that i'll be happily married Married. yeah something you something you would literally eat every day of your life and not get sick of um i have a lot of foods like that but um we'll just (laughs) go with we will just go with a nice um You know, like the, the pizza, like the charred pizza, you know, yeah. the one with that, they cook in like the 900 degree oven. Neapolitan that. style pizza. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's, that's, it, um, which is, yeah. The Neapolitans say they created pizza, but I'm pretty sure people have been putting shit on top of bread for, <laughs> for a lot longer than the Italians have, but much like other things, <laughs> the Italians like to say they invented things. So, <laughs> but like, I'm just saying like, <laughs> Like, yeah, you're right. People in, like, ancient Arab cultures and stuff never put things on top of bread, right? <laughs> People were baking bread, and then they were like, we probably should make this taste a little better. Let's put something on it. But no, it happened in the, in the 1600s in, Na- in Naples. <laughs> Somebody was like, I have an idea that is brand new. Let us put something on top of bread. Yeah. So. But yes, yeah. Oh so Neapolitan-style pizza <sighs> is, is, is so unique because of that char. And like, yes. if you go to like Fortina and you have that kind that's cooked in the Neapolitan style oven. Yes. Absolutely yes. incredible. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is another I thing. I, I can't replicate that here. So I don't even try, you know, it's like, I, so I just no, stick to my sheet no. pans, you know, so. Which are amazing, by the way. Oh, yeah. I know I said that before, but they, it's true. they, they're, they're, I mean, they just, you, they photograph so well. It's they just, do. they're they photograph amazing. Well. You get a lot of food, you know, it's easy to cut. <laughs> it's like, there's enough for like more than one person. Cause like. You know, I've eaten, all, like, I've gone out before with friends, and they're just like, let's just get a pizza to share. I'm like, all right, cool. But they order, like, a Neapolitan pizza, and I'm just like, you motherfuckers. I'm like, I'm like, this is like, I'm like, I'm, like I, I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, yeah, no, no, these two little slices, I'm, I'm totally full. This is great. Look, I'm like, great. You know, yeah. yeah, this is awesome. And then I go home, and I'm just like, Rah! just like, <laughs> shove things in my mouth when I get home. <laughs> Another pet peeve of mine. And my wife's as well. It's like when there's like, when you go to eat and there's just like not enough food, like, and that's not always people's fault, but sometimes you could tell that's just like how they are. They just like, they're just like, all right, we have four people. So let's just make one salmon and cut it up. And I'm just like, yeah, like, you know, it's like, you know, no, no. it's like, you can do that if it's like your unit, you know, if you have like you and your spouse and like kids, you can look at them and be like, listen, you little pieces of shit. Like you're only eating that, you know, like you can do whatever you want. But like when you go out to a restaurant or when you go to somebody's house and stuff, you know, it's just, it's a little, you know, you, you built up this whole experience. You have to have enough for everybody. Right. Yeah. My God. Like, come on, be adults. So, all right. Um, (laughs) All right. So let's get to the kill. Uh, Sans cottage cheese. We know that cottage cheese is out of this because I know you would murder that in a heartbeat. Um, So what's something that you maybe eat on occasion even, or you have in the recent, in the recent past, but you now are like, I would happily never have that again. 
Wow. Um, I can't think of a food like that, but I can think of a spice. Spice? That works. Yeah. Caraway seeds. Really? I cannot stand them. I hate them. Really? Yes. Was it a dish that ruined it for you? Or was it, did you get a bite of one and you were just like, nope, never again? Um, so when I was younger and there's like, it's like twofold, it's two stories, but I'm going to roll into one really fast. Sure. Um, sometimes when you would go, I would go and get like corned beef sandwich from mm. the deli. Oh yeah. Um, but in this particular instance, they didn't, for whatever reason, they didn't have Kaiser rolls, which what kind of a deli runs out of Kaiser rolls? It's the strangest thing I've ever heard in my life. Okay. Yeah. Right. So then they're like, oh, we'll put it on rye. And I'm like, all right. And you know, rye has caraway seeds in it. It is that taste. It is the most pungent it sticks spice out. that I can, I can't, I can't do with. I, I can't I do can it. To- now, I, now that you say that, I totally understand why. I mean, there are a lot like, like fennel seeds where they just like, you know that they're there. Like you know- But fennel, I can kind of deal with fennel better. It doesn't have that much of a seeds. bite as caraway. Caraway is very pungent, like you said. Yes, so I, that's, yes. that's, that's understandable. That's not, that's not something I would, I would hold against you. That's, that I don't, mm-mm. and then the, another time is when we would go to US Open when I was younger. Oh yeah. Um, I played tennis actually competitively for your, that's why I got shoulder surgery. So yeah. Did I, you really? Yeah. That's why I got shoulder surgery at 26. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Cause I, it's, it's really great to have a hundred mile an hour serve when you're 16, but then when your tendons loosen up, it's, uh, it's not so yeah, fun. It's not. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, but I've been, I've, I've been to the US Open a lot actually. Yeah. So. Yeah, we, we would go a lot. So I think one time, you know, they're like, oh, what do you want to eat? I'm like, oh, give me a hot dog, whatever. This, this, the, um, the bun completely covered in the bottom with caraway seeds. Why? Complete, like, it was disgusting. Why would it you was gross. a good hot dog? Right. Like, oh, and I love like... my beef hot dogs. Like, why would you do that? No, no caraway seeds. I love hot dogs. I would get so disappointed if I was taking a bite. Like, I love hot dogs. We love hot dogs. We eat hot dogs for dinner some nights. Like, I love hot dogs. Yeah. And I love the New York City dirty water hot dogs. Like, I love them. Like, (laughs) I love them so much. Like, literally, my order when I go to the city is like a dirty water hot dog with just sauerkraut or like sauerkraut and mustard. But if I were to take a bite of one of those and I got a crunch of caraway seeds, I would look at the The little boy. I would look at the man in the cart and be like, "I'm, I'm going to now put your head in the liquid where the sauerkraut is because why would you do that to me? <laughs> why? Why? It was horrible. It was so horrible. that I totally understand, which is good. That's good. You're the first person to actually name a spice. Yeah. In, in that little game. Yeah, that's me. You know, that's good. So um, hot dogs, what hot is dogs. your, do you like, do you like um, Walters? Ooh. Uh, like you mean when I cook them at home or like when I go out, like, like when Either. I'm home, we like to get the good big beef ballparks ballparks are like our go-to you know it's consistent i know what i'm getting i love beef hot dogs like you um mm-hmm. you know because I, I do nathan's nathan's is all right and the hebrew nationals are okay but like i don't know i've just i've always loved uh you know my wife actually turned me on to ballparks because it was like i didn't know the difference like my parents were like you know healthy so like i they were buying like you know the uh, <laughs> you know they were like no we got these organic applegate farms hot dogs and like <laughs> And I'm just like, okay, well, I'm high because I'm 16. So whatever, this tastes good. I don't care. <laughs> but then like, as I got older and I realized that there was a difference in taste, my wife was like, no, no, like you, we only eat ballparks. And I'm just like, yeah, why? But then I, I got why. It was just, I, there, as a straight 100% beef hot dog, ballparks are, mm-hmm. it's always, if we do buy hot dogs, 
it's usually those. And wow. like, and usually, believe it or not, we actually boil them. I don't, I don't cut them open and fry them in a pan at home. I, I, I boil them. Okay. Like, I try to get that dirty. I don't water, boil you know? them anymore. I don't boil mine don't boil anymore. anymore. No, I put them in the oven oh, <laughs> or okay. the air fryer because I like them to be nice and crisp. I may actually try that if I ever get an air fryer. That sounds like it might be interesting. Ooh, all right. You give me yeah. ideas because usually I try to replicate the, the well, because usually I try to replicate like the dirty water New York City hot dog. So I'll take my shoe and just mix it with the water a little bit and then like, you know, pick up some <laughs> dirt on the ground <laughs> and then take my finger and lick it and swirl just it throw it in it. there. Yeah. It just, and, yeah, just smear it. Yeah. You know, it, it comes close, but it's not, you know, it's not, it's not. It's, it's yeah. not like the good ones in the city. You know, the good ones in the city have been sitting there for a minute. You know, like those are, oh those are God. like, you can taste it. You're like, this, this tastes about four days old. Like, you know, like those are, yeah. those are the good Gross. ones. Also, why is it that you can eat literally 12 of them, especially in like the city? If you've ever gotten yeah. one, have you noticed yeah, yeah. that you eat it and you're just like, okay, well that did nothing. Like, <laughs> you, feel like you feel completely empty after eating one of those New York city hot dogs. I don't know you're if like, it's like, I'm like, what just happened? And you're like, actually, yeah. I'm going to get a pretzel after because then I'm not, I'm not, you know, I haven't eaten enough. So then you go get a pretzel. Yeah. And then oh. even that, it's just like, you know, I don't know. It's hard for me to get that stuff then, out now because I make so much stuff. Yeah. Like pretzels even, you know, as you've seen, I make them and now mm-hmm. that I can make them. Well, yeah, I know. You know, now that I can make them well, when I go out and I go and get like a soft pretzel, but it's not exactly soft and it kind of sucks. I'm extremely disappointed and I don't usually want to go through that. So I just, I've been sticking to making stuff myself but you know i mean that's why we ended up doing it's better because then you know what's in it anyway right that's why we end up doing rotisserie chicken at home because you go and you pay 6.99 for this stupid little tiny chicken that i could eat in one sitting if i'm just on a tuesday you know and like literally these things are like this they're like the size of a cantaloupe like what is this thing (laughs) so what we started doing was going and getting good like three and a half pound organic chickens and we'll cook Mm -hmm. it on low with my rotisserie rub plug plug um, for yes. like eight hours on low in the crock pot. Wow. And, and afterwards I will broil it to get it crispy. Yeah. I was going to say, what do you do with the skin? Cause I love the crispy broil, skin. You, you broil it in the oven for like three minutes. Nice. It's the best. I, we've even done a whole chicken in the instant pot now. And really? Yeah. You do. It's easy. You do six minutes for every pound of chicken. That's it. Oh. And then the same process though. You put a little liquid in the bottom, uh, like usually chicken broth and garlic and lemon. You do it mm-hmm. on a little rack or aluminum foil balls that I bunch up and put in the bottom to lift the chicken. Yeah, yeah. And then you bake it in the broiler when it's done and you get the crispy skin. It's the, one of our favorite things to eat. It's like that's the best. Nice. But that's why I ended up making a rub that I sell because I was making that rub just in keeping it in the pantry <clears throat> be, per mm-hmm. my spouse's request. And then, you know, I just, I started doing it a lot more. But like, that's, that's another thing. Like so it's, it's so hard for me to go and buy a pre-made like acne in a shitty little bag rotisserie chicken where mm-hmm. i'm just like did they did they snatch this thing out of the womb like why is it so little? <laughs> like you know like it's like like they like like no no we only need young chickens and if they could weigh only about a pound and a half that would be great because that's what we need for rotisserie chickens like oh god it's just a freaking scam i all love it all of life but still i mean it's good for the it's good for convenience too because sometimes like you know, you're running all over all day. You yeah, don't have yeah. time to like make the rotisserie chicken. No, so. I understand why it exists. I just don't agree with its morals, basically. You know, much like okay. a lot of things in my life. I understand them, but I just don't agree with them. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yep. God. All right. So before we I, uh, torture you any longer, um, this is this is pretty much coming to the close. I got to I gotta thank you. This has been 
This has been a delight. This has been yeah, I love this. Such a fun time, um, guys. Check out Joni on all of her Instagrams. I'm gonna put them all in the descriptions. Um, she has her regular page, JM. Uh, which I will link. She's got the Home Cook Chronicles. Her blog, which can be found in the bio of her Instagram uh, through her link tree, is um, Sweat, Lift, Eat. And you were recently also featured in Soundshore Moms as well, which I discovered through uh, some yes. in- investigating, yes. which is awesome. It was nice to see you have a feature on there. That was uh, delightful. <laughs> so guys, check her out. Um, stay thank tuned you. For the thank next you. Episode. Joni, thank you so much so much for coming on. hope you had a good time. Um, and yeah, I'm going to stop the recording. I did. Thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, it is my pleasure. We will absolutely do this again. Don't worry about that. So I'm going to stop the recording. Uh, guys stay tuned for the next episode and I will see you all next time.